are you? Who am I? Who am I? Ha! Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! There's only one boss in this place, and that's me! The HNIC. Are there any questions? You know who I am, you know who I be, I am real T, coming from the STP, you know who I am, you know who I be, I am real T, coming from the STP, you know who I am, you know who I be, I am real T, coming from the STP, you know who I am, you know who I be, I am real T, coming from the STP. Greetings and salutations. You know who it is. It's me, the King David B. And welcome to the David Brewer Show. Long time no see, long time no hear. It's me. I'm here. Don't wait for fear. It's okay. Um, <laughs> that's my little stint at trying to rap uh, today. Not going to do it. I don't have it today. But one day out of every month, I can probably be the best MC in the world. Okay? I can beat the best MC in the world. Okay. Just, just before I start, just before we start the show, look, I was watching uh, Vlad TV on YouTube, okay? Um, Vlad is a, is a um, old DJ, if you want to call him that, He's a, he was, or he was a DJ that now he does interviews with a lot of black people. He's a white dude, Russian dude, um, does a lot of um, interviews with hip-hop people that have either either in hip-hop or influence hip-hop in some sort of way. Uh, that means actors, whether you're an actor or a rapper, singer, porn star. I mean, pretty much interviews black people. Um, the, you know, the majority of his people are black. The vast majority of his interviewees are black. So, and that's why some people call him a culture vulture. But, um, or some people call him the CIA or the, you know, the FBI or something like that, an informant. Because people go on his show and start telling all their business and get locked up. <laughs> but um, I was watching Vlad, and I seen Melly Mel on there. Melly Mel. Melly Mel is a, a rapper from the 80s, uh, late 70s, 80s. Um, he uh, was probably most known for, um, you know, don't push me because I'm the message. Because I'm close to the... I'm trying not to lose my head. <laughs> that was Melly Mel. And he was on Vlad. Of course, Melly Mel is like, I don't know, 60 years old. I'll look it up and see. Melly Mel got to be like 60 years old. Well, he might be older than that. He might be 65, 70. Um, um, but he was on uh, Vlad TV saying that he could beat Eminem in a freestyle. Now, I don't, you know, Vlad has an issue with Eminem, so I can understand why that kind of came up. But it's almost like he came, he came up with it himself. Melly Mel was like, just like, oh, yeah, I could beat Eminem in a, um, you know, in, in a freestyle battle. I could beat Eminem in a battle. And it's interesting that he chose... Eminem. He didn't shoot. He didn't say anybody else. He didn't say Jay Z or Nas or and he basically explained it 
um, as to, oh, this is what I do. I've been doing this for many years and, um, and can't nobody do what I do, how I do it because, uh, you know, I'm the best at this. And I, you know, basically, you know, regardless of, regardless of his age or of the, you know, He's saying that he is the greatest MC of all time. So Melly Mel was born in 1962. That would make Melly Mel uh, 59 years old this year. He's going to be, he'll be 59. He'll be 59 years old in May. Well, that's younger than I thought he was going to be. <laughs> when I, I said he was 60 or 70. Um... Known as Grandmaster Melly Mel, uh, like I said, he, he's he's known for his for the message. That that's pretty much what he's known for. Nobody really knows him outside of the message. Uh, I'm saying mainstream. Now in the hip hop world, we do know him. Uh, those who watch, you know, who who, who listen to music and, and, and listen to rap music. But yeah, I was I was just totally floored that he chose Eminem to you know to probably say pretty much say. Oh yeah, I can beat Eminem, which to me saying that you think Eminem is the best rapper out there, that's what to me that's what that says. That's saying Eminem is the best rapper out there. Anybody who wants to be the best MC does what back in the day. They go after who they believe is the best or who is considered the best rapper essentially alive. And then it's like, okay, I can go after that dude. So Melly Mel basically is putting Eminem on a pedestal saying that I can I can beat Eminem. You know that? I listened to the Melly Mel's uh, freestyle on uh, Rap City, the basement, before the basement got closed down, and um, I was not impressed. I wasn't impressed. I wasn't impressed. It wasn't, put it like this. I wasn't impressed to the point where I would like be listening. I would say, yeah, you can beat Eminem or Jay-Z or Nas or any of these, any of these guys. No, you might be able to beat some of these new cats out here who can't really rap. That'd be, you know, mumbling their words and all oh, rip, go, see, flur, I, B, I, if that is I, F, E. That's who you can beat, Melly Mel. You cannot beat any known established artist out here that is actually a rapper who makes good songs. You can say all you want to about people, you know, about, um, oh, just because they make good songs don't mean they're rap. Eminem, Jay-Z, Nas, um, and I'm just the top three that are still, essentially still making music. I wouldn't even venture to say LL. Billy Mel cannot get what he's doing. Stop playing around. You know, and I'm not even going to say nothing about his age, man. Because it's not even about him being 59 years old. It's the fact that he, I, I believe Reverend Run can get with some of them dudes. I believe Reverend Run can get with them. But I don't believe Melly Mel got it. I, don't, I, just, I just don't believe it. He ain't got it. It's, you ain't got it no more. You're, I heard you. The style is old. Um, Eminem pretty much broke that down in 8 Mile. Your style is generic. Mine's authentic made. I roll like a renegade. Uni clinic aid. That's, that's pretty much... <laughs> pretty much all he had to say about that. Okay, let's move on. Okay, now the format of my show. I just had to, I had to get that off my chest. So don't trip. I had to get that off my chest. Talking about Melly Mel Mel saying that he can beat him. Eminem is one of, to me, is the number one best rapper alive. 
Um, and that doesn't, that, that, that doesn't, I'm not taking anything away from Jay-Z, anything away from Nas. I, I love Nas. I love Nas better than Jay-Z, you know, as far as rap is concerned. Skills are, and there's a number of good rappers out there. I believe Eminem is the best lyricist out there because when it comes to like actually writing lyrics, I'm not talking about just making a song. I'm talking about actually putting lyrics, you know, mouth mouth to microphone and and rapping. I believe that Eminem is the best out there that can do it. I believe he can write lyrics for everybody and himself. And everybody would be nice. So that's just how I feel. That's, you know, somebody can, I mean, I guess you can try to prove me wrong. I don't, I think it'd be difficult. Like I said, if you go word for word, song for song, it'll be actually kind of difficult to prove that Eminem is not the best rapper. Um, do you, like I said, you say it's personal preference. Yeah, but half the time, like I said, half of these people are only rapping about one to two things. If all you can rap about is, is, is a, is a gun, is, is a gun shooting people and, and and selling drugs? If that's all you can rap about, then I'm 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 sorry. There, there's only so many ways you can rap about that that even is even that can even remain interesting after the you know one or two songs. So and that's why I say Nas got it. Jay Z has it. You know, and I can put all these guys you know at the top, but I just I, to me. I feel that there's nobody that can be better than Eminem. I believe they can be the same, but there's nobody that can be better. That's how I feel. So what? But I'll move on. A little new stuff that I'm on my show here um, that I want to incorporate, okay? And that is hit me with the headlines. That's going to be the, the beginning of my show every day that I'm on here. Hit me with the headlines is a great show. I mean, I'm sorry, a great segment. <laughs> Where I go down my Google News feed and I basically just read the ed the headlines and comment on them. I'm not going to read any. I'm not going to read the articles or anything. I'm going to do what most people do, and that's just read the headlines and make judgment calls based on the headlines. Such as this. I mean, I'm not going to read every headline. You know, there's a lot of headlines. I'm going to read the ones that seem interesting to me. Um, SNL Pete Davidson, Jack Harlow deliver Eminem inspired rap explaining NFTs. Not gonna read that. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> Nas partners with Hennessy to deliver powerful open letter to his daughter Destiny. Does that mean he partnered with Hennessy like the cognac to to deliver a powerful message to his daughter? Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Why on earth would you be partnering with? Um, uh, uh, with with a liquor brand to 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 deliver a message to your daughter. Okay, I'm gonna move on. Uh, Power Book Two Ghost Season Two will bring a major change for Tariq at school. Uh, I'm looking forward to Power Book Two. Okay, I'm looking forward to Power Book Two uh, Season Two. I'm looking forward to. I wish they would have incorporated the way you know the way the in the way Power ended. The way power ended, I was under the impression that they were going to kind of delve back into time to see, to show you kind of how Ghost made his come up. Him and Tommy uh, made his come up and how Angela kind of, you know, did her thing and how he met Tasha. I thought that was going to be a part of the whole power book to Ghost, kind of telling the story behind how Ghost kind of came up. And then you're going to mirror that story 
with Tariq in regular time, Tariq making his come up at this point in time. And they didn't, they, they, they didn't blend it yet. Now, I'm hoping that they plan on blending it. I need to call somebody. Um, I'm not sure if 50 Cent makes those types because I think there's a writer, right? And I believe it's a, it's a female. So I'm not sure if 50 Cent makes those type of decisions, but I need to contact somebody and see if I can get on that staff maybe and make some suggestions that will make that show a lot better. I think I can do that. I'm looking forward to Power Bible. I'm looking forward to season two, though. Um, it's got, it got better. Um, you, you know, it got better a little bit. They, they telegraphed a few things at the end there, but but it's getting it, it's, it's getting better. I think Mary J. Uh, Blige is a very um, decent actress. Okay, and um, she's a decent actress, but um, she kind of throughout the season she got better. So I'll, I'll put it like that. Uh, Method Man, I'm glad that he stopped trying to be white boy Method Man and started being you know black black Method Man. You know Cliff. What's what's Method Man's name? Cliff Davis, Cliff Johnson, Cliff Jackson, Jenkins. It's something black. He has a black name. It's very black. <laughs> That's what I think about. Um, it's Cliff something. But um, he got better though. He did get better. And I think Method Man. Can, I think he's a good actor. I just I, I I didn't want him to keep acting like a white dude, a black dude who acts white because he didn't come across as authentic. And he changed it up. So he it'll, it'll get better as he goes along. What's the next one? Want to get cast on Netflix Cobra Kai season four? Auditions are open. Okay. Uh, can I say something? That if I was still in Atlanta, and I plan on, I'll be back in Atlanta soon. If I was still in Atlanta, um, I would be. Um, uh, you see what I'm saying? Every time I get on this mug, they want to start blaring through radios. Uh, <laughs> but when I, when I, 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 you know, I will be back. Uh, auditioning and, and doing the the, the uh, background parts and stuff like that to be in these shows. I was almost on. I was almost as a on um, coming to America, the new one. But pff, conflicts. We won't talk about that. Minnesota's last Embers location closes its doors. Embers is a Minnesota restaurant. Um, they sell breakfast. You know, it's kind of like an IHOP. Um, yeah, they close for a reason. I'll move on. Uh, NFL. Patriots QB rumors. Latest on pursuit of Jimmy uh, Garoppolo. Now, I understand something. Jimmy Garoppolo was originally a New England Patriot. Um, I think in the whole, I, as far as Brady, um, as far as Brady staying there for that moment in time, um, they had to deal Jimmy Garoppolo because I think Brady felt... Um, threatened. I think Garoppolo threatened him a little bit. I think he was a little threatened. Um, and I think that Belichick got rid of Garoppolo to prove to Brady that he was, you know, his number one guy. And he probably shouldn't have did that. He probably should have stayed, let him stay there. Um, Garoppolo then went to San Francisco, became an average quarterback, and he should have stayed probably with Josh um, Daniels and, uh, and the Patriots and Bill Belichick, and he'd probably be better. And, and you know, him going back to the Patriots makes sense. Um, I would do that too. Rockdale County Schools provide in-person virtual instruction options for 21, 2021-22 uh, school year. All right, I'll move on. He's a cop. He's 91, and he has no plans to retire. 
Okay, that's not even funny. Stop playing around. Uh, he's a cop. He's ninety-one. He doesn't plan on retiring. Okay, stop. Stop playing. You, you can't. What do you? What do you get? What's he gonna do? I mean, all he can. You can still be a cop. You don't have to be out there in the street trying to chase people down. So that's cool. Be a cop. Be a cop. Have fun. Ninety-one. That's what he want to do. He ain't gonna. He maybe doesn't have anything else to do. You know, maybe that's he don't want to retire. And if they ain't making him retire, you shouldn't have to retire. That's how I feel about that. That's cool. Nancy Schultz reflects on years of public service and her role, her new role of grandmother. I don't know who Nancy Schultz is, so I don't care. Uh, eight suburbs near the Twin Cities you should absolutely visit. All right, this is not for black people. <laughs> Um, American Idol starts to unveil the uh, top 24. Katy Perry's lookalike and others learn their fates. American Idol went down the tube as soon as they let, um, uh, uh, as soon as uh, Nigel, was it Nigel? Simon. As soon as Simon left, Nigel is from Top Model. Um, as soon as Simon, which is American uh, Top Model, went down here once they left, once Nigel left that show too. But um, American Idol, whatever, who cares about American Idol? I'm just saying, American Idol was garbage. After you, Simon Cowell, you could have got somebody new for Randy Jackson. Um, and and, and uh, I liked Paul Abdul, so I don't know. You could have added another person on there. But yeah, Rand, you could have replaced Randy. Randy was definitely replaceable. Um, Paula Abdul, eh, it's, either, it's neither here nor there. But you got to give Paula Abdul credit. She... Paula Abdul has what? How many Grammy Awards does Paula Abdul have? I mean, I think I think it's kind of you know ridiculous to 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 um, replace uh, a Paula Abdul who really is a successful you know um, recording artist in her own right. Given the fact, like I said, that she had platinum records, platinum platinum hits, and she has Grammy Awards. There's you know. People used to make fun of her, but doggone it, she actually put in work. You can say what you want to. You can say what you want to. Paula actually put in work. So I, I'm okay with her uh, being, you know, with her being, um, the, the, you know, they should have, like I said, once you start messing with the chemistry of the show, it kind of went downhill. I, mean, I stopped watching it anyway after a certain period of time because, yeah, like I said, you start messing with the chemistry. I like Simon. I like the way he talked to people. I like what he said, but so it's, 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 whatever, it's whatever. American Idol starts unveiling. Who cares? <laughs> That's what I can say about American Idol. It should bring Simon back. Um, should dogs involved in attacking other animals be automatically put down? This is from Great Good Morning Britain. Should dogs involved in attacking other animals be automatically put down? down? That's a good question. I don't think so. I, I mean, most animals attack based on their thought of, you know, the defense. So if they, I guess if they're attacking for no reason, then I would say no. I'm sorry. If they're attacking for no reason, if they're literally attacking some, some, another animal for no reason, then I would say yes, they should be put down to a certain extent, but they're dogs. I mean, they're animals. I don't think you just put out a dog because it attacked. That's that's kind of what they do if they feel threatened. So I, I, I can't really say that's that's kind of a stupid question. 
and I think people try to have animals act like humans and say, well, they shouldn't be, man, you should be trained. Well, then you give the money to train. You give, you train people and give people money to train the animals. Okay, thank you very much. Who cares? That's ridiculous. So stupid. I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> Jim Jackson. You can't guard me. Michael Jordan once got into it with the Clippers announcer because he, uh, I can't see it. Let me see the, let me see the rest of it. Uh, Michael Jordan got into it with the Clippers announcer because he was wearing Air Jordans. Okay. I would respond to that, but that's kind of stupid. I'm not going to respond to that. That doesn't make any sense. Um, I was looking to see if I could find how many, um, how many uh, Grammys Paulie Abdul had. And it doesn't seem like I can find that. Um, wait. Okay, so she got a, uh, she won a Grammy in 93. She won a Grammy, two Grammys in 91. Is this right? Um, this is IMDb. Um, according to IMDb.com, Paula Abdul has 22 nominations. 22, is it Grammy nominations? I, I don't see it. Like. Primetime winner of the Grammy. So she won a Grammy in 1990. She won a Grammy in um, 1990. She won a Grammy in 1990. She won a, wait, what the heck is this? Okay, so she won a Grammy in 1990 and 1991. Let's see, one Grammy, two Grammys in 1991. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's two solid years, man. And then she won some Emmy, M Emmys and uh, some Kids' Choice, um, some MTVs, Soul Train, <laughs> Teen Choices. Nothing wrong with that. So, yeah, look, I give uh, Paula Abdul props, man. And she, I think she heard, uh, from what I can, what I've seen over there, was like I said, her net worth is like $30 million. Her net worth is $30 million? Get out of here. Um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's White Wolf. Best TV quote. Okay, I'm not going to mess with that. How Lakers nets stack up after Andre Drummond and LaMarcus Aldridge additions. You know what? I'll get more into this when we talk about when, we, when I get into the sports today. Of one of my topics of the day. Talking about the NBA. Um, uh, the NBA's the Nets and the Lakers okay it's getting a little ridiculous Miss 
art museums, the Louvre just put its entire art collection online. Who cares? Vegas Tejano Music National Convention, August 19th, 19th through 21st, uh, 2021, at Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. Good to know. Uh, Twin Cities housing market filled with eager buyers, multiple offers, and not enough homes. Well, right now I understand that it is a buyer's market. So, <clears throat> unless you have a good real estate agent. Um, my understanding is, is, is a good real estate agent is like a good lawyer. If you have a good real estate agent, they will find loopholes and things like that for you. The same way as if you have a good lawyer, um, which is what I'm studying to become, um, you know, they'll find you the right deals and or get you off. Uh, Magic Wave Jeff Teague. Okay, that's the NBA. Um, talk surface again about shuttering Minnesota Minnesota's North Star excuse me oh, I got something in my nose <laughs> okay I don't care about Minnesota's North Line they've been talking about that forever Pete Davidson explains and I'm, okay, I don't care about that American Idol judges uh, through the I don't, who cares yeah, well, it says why they left. You see, maybe I should get in to read that so I can see why they left. But I, don't, I don't really don't care why they left. I don't, you know, what the... Survivor, do contestants really walk from camp to challenges and tribal council? Survivor is a very interesting show. It is. It's a very interesting show. There's nothing wrong with it. It's, um, it's gotten better and worse at times, so. <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. Six on after recipes from Stanley... Tucci, searching for Italy. I'm not going to say anything about that. Teams, Kelly, Nick Legend, Nick Legend and Blake reveal their first battle pairings in the voice battles. Uh, you know what? I don't like the voice. It just lacks a little bit of, it, there's something lacking in it. That's all I feel. There's something lacking in the voice. Uh, St. Anthony, a couple a couple opened a downtown smoothie shop. Uh, downtown emptied out, but they stayed. Uh, okay, that's in Minnesota somewhere. How Zack Snyder's Justice League redeemed every character? Okay, the four that's the four-hour uh, Justice League uh, kind of director's cut. Yeah, go figure. I haven't watched it yet, but I you know I hear good things about it. And uh, I'm guessing that it ends the same way the original Justice League ended. It just, you know, kind of has more details. Uh, Darius Leonard compares coverage of Deshaun Watson and Chow Kelly. Falcon and Winter Soldier, blah, blah, blah. blah. Uh, well, Saturday Night Live, Spooky and Lesky. Man, they, they had like three different, um, uh, like, um, they got three different, um, Articles on Saturday Night Live, Eminem thing. Goodness gracious. Goldman liquidated, Goldman, Goldman liquidated $10.5 billion in stocks in block trade. Interesting. Um, Aaron Gordon and JaVale McGee are ready to win a championship in Denver. <laughs> Denver ain't winning no championship while... Okay. Uh, Denver's not winning a championship while you have the Lakers stacking teams 
And uh, who's going to tell you? The Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Nets are literally making um, a, a video game team. That's just, just, it's just dumb. How the New England Patriots spent $159.6 million over nine days to overhaul their roster. Well, that is the guru, Bill Belichick. I will roll with him. He knows what he's doing. Maya Rudolph makes us feel at home. I'm, I actually wanna, I'm going to watch that uh, Saturday Night Live. Uh, Covenant transfer guy, guard Tyson Walker commits to Michigan State basketball team. Fantastic. I look, I'm looking forward to basketball getting back on track, at least um, college basketball. NBA got to get back on track, too. But college basketball is getting back on track. I think if they stop the nonsense, pay these players, you know, um, pay these male players what they're, what they're worth, um, essentially, um, I think that they'll get a better, they'll get a better. And I think that, that goes for college football too, you know, that's, is if, if you pay, you start paying these guys, you know, chip, you know, just, they're, they're, they're student athletes, but it's also like having a job. So they should be paid the same way the people who are, um, the trainers are paid or, um, I'm just thinking of like student employees, because essentially that's what they are. They're a student employee. They have rules and regulations that that most that others that other students don't have. They're they are basically student employees. They are basically employees of the school, and they I think should be getting paid like they are employees of the school. Um, and, and, and I got nothing to say about that. Okay, blah blah. What? The winter station, I'm sorry, what the weather station performed on TV? Okay, no. With focus in, okay, no. NFL, okay, no. Uh, let's see, anything else? Anything? Sun's out, bun's out. Okay, that's Bravo TV. Okay, I'm done. And we got to the end. We made it to the first commercial break. <laughs> While you might not hear a commercial, <laughs> we are going to take a break. And I'm going to come back and we are going to start discussing my topics of the day. It's Sunday and we got some things to talk about. Chech. We're going to talk about some chech, some sports, and some other things going on. All right. We'll be back. This is Dave Brusher. And we're back to the show. This is me. You know who I am, who I be. What? Okay. I was about to get into my into my mode. Uh, welcome back to the show. This is the Dave Brewer Show. I am the king, David B. Look, I was just looking at Paul Abdul, some stats from Paul Abdul. Okay, so I, while I was you know research, I, look, I didn't know it says her she's she's with Jackie Jackson. That's like the oldest Jackson from the Jackson Five. I didn't know that. He's what like 11, 10, 11 years old. Okay, that's not bad. Um, I didn't. That's his partner. It says partner. Uh, now, can I say something? Paul Abdul is worth thirty million with an M. Thirty million dollars. That's her, her net worth is thirty million. Jackie Jackson's net worth? Anybody want to guess? I wish I had something to give away. I would. I would. <laughs> I was. I wish I had something to give away and say, hey, call in and guess the difference between Jackie Jackson and Paul Abdul's net worth. All right, give up. Jackie Jackson, that was is two hundred thousand dollars. So Paul Abdul, you know, 
said, I ain't tripping about his money. I got money. I ain't tripping. Paula Abdul is 58 years old. Okay? Paula Abdul and Melly Mel are the same age. I, look, I'm confused. <laughs> I didn't know it. I just didn't know it, man. I didn't know it. But I, you know what? I should look at Melly Mel and see what his, his, his net worth is. Maybe that's why he wants to battle Eminem because he wants to make some money or something. I don't know. I'm just messing with Melly Mel. He probably wouldn't take it as a joke, but I, I you know. I didn't know Paul had to do with what Jackie Jackson, man. That's with Michael Jackson's brother. Okay. I mean, it makes sense, though. It makes sense. She done choreographed for everybody. She choreographed from every. For, she has been. She has been a, uh, on the scene for a long time. Um, definitely in, in in choreography. So that's why I said Paula Abdul um, is no small fish in this pond of uh, celebrity. And she. That's why. That's if anybody deserves to be on uh, a, a judge who has the the, the qualifications, the background to be on. Uh, judge on American Idol, I definitely think she, she had it because, you know, she had two good albums, I think, those two, um, maybe three, but she won a couple Grammys, um, you know, a couple good songs, so, you know, you gotta give her respect, respect, you know, you gotta give her some respect, she, she, MTV Awards, stuff like that, I don't know if those are, you know, mean as much as a Grammy, but, you know, I, I don't really watch award shows anyway, but people, other people do, so I'm saying if she got these major awards, then, you know, respect her name and respect who she is as far as Paula Abdul. Now, anyway, go. let's get to the topics of the day. Okay, that's what we're here for, right? Let's get some topics. Okay, so one of the topics that I want to talk about today was, um, like I guess we're going to talk about Chech. Um, and one of the Chech topics we're going to talk about is fake or false teachers and, and, and prophets. Um... Well, you know, people like to churchify things. That's why I don't always say false, but but the word of God—that's what—that's how the word of God puts it: is false, false teachers, and false prophets. Um, I was just looking at a clip today um, with uh, one of the most um, uh, most well-known uh, people uh, preachers, uh, T. E. Jakes. Um, and I'm sure there's, you know, many people that, get, that, that, that come at T.D. Jakes because he's on the platform that he's on. And I don't want to make it into that. I don't want to make it into the, the you know, I'm coming at T.D. Jakes. I'm just saying that I just happened to see a clip of him, of his today. So that kind of touched on something, but I'm going to talk about his clip. But I'm not even going to focus on T.D. Jakes. I'm talking about, I'm, I'm basically talking about the things that these people are teaching um, not, not not just T.D. Jakes because it's T.D. Jakes. It's a number of people: uh, Joe Osteen, you know, Creflo Dollar, um, you know, and, and Kenneth Copeland. A lot of people, you know, yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people ascribe to to these people's teaching, and they kind of teach it in their church too. And um, so, if I talk about them, I'm kind of talking about that those people's church too because they kind of teach a lot of the same stuff and um hey don't take it personal it's just it is, it, you say it is what it is well it it, it it is i mean if you lie you lie that's pretty much what it is if you if you false you false that's just how that works now people don't like people talking about preachers now to the point where they have so you know you have people on there saying you shouldn't be um you shouldn't be 
um, you know, critiquing or judging them in that way because uh, everybody is, you know, no, nobody's, you know, doing the right. But here's the thing. It, it, it goes down to, um, the, like I said, the word of God says that, you know, be aware of false teachers. Um, and then the word of God also says, try the spirit to see if they're really of God. So essentially, I'm supposed to make these type of calls and these type of judgments, and I'm supposed to put them on blast. I'm supposed to openly put them on blast so that hopefully you don't listen to some of the things that they're saying and, 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 and be deceived into thinking things that aren't real. That is what I'm supposed to do. If I, if I recognize a, a wrong or a fault in some, I, I'm, I should warn you uh, of that fault. If I, if I see a hole in the street and you're going down the street um, in your car and I say, you know, and I know you and I just got off the street and I don't tell you about to leave and I, and I know you're going down that street and I don't tell you about the hole that's in the street that you really can't see unless you're paying attention. Look, then wouldn't it be wrong for me to just let you fall into that hole? I mean, that's... Makes you got you got you to understand that, that it, it is necessary, and it, like I said, it, it is backed by what um, the word of God tells you to do. Like you know, that's what I'm supposed to do. That kind of stuff. If I know something, I'm supposed to tell you. Um, so we're going to talk about false teachers. Uh, we're going to talk about because there's a couple of things. There's, there's a few things that I want to talk about here. Uh, we're going to talk about false teachers. We're going to talk about um, say, say the other end of the spectrum. We're going to talk about transgender athletes. <laughs> yes, we are. And we're also going to talk about, you know, that takes me into my sports uh, segment, which we're going to talk about, um, you know, the, 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 the NBA basketball. We're going to talk about um, the NCAA tournament, um, as well as uh, women's basketball. Like I said, we're going to mention, we're going to bring into that some trend about the transgender athletes and, and what's going on, the whole transgender thing and athletics is concerned. Um, I think that's, you know, I think that's going to pretty much close us up with all we got to talk about today. But, you know, I, I, so I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to be right back and, and, and then we're going to jump right into it. Okay. So come on back. Don't go away. Stay tuned. What else do they say? <laughs> After these messages, this is the Dave Bruce Show. And we're back. It's me, the King David B., and welcome back to the Dave Bruce Show. Let's get into these topics. We're going to start with, you know, fake preachers. It's Sunday. It's the day a lot of people go and worship. Um, so why not talk about this topic first? Uh, false teachers, false Preachers, false prophets, false leaders. Um, this is a big thing in the church right now. This is a big thing. Um, there, there's, there's a lot of entertainers. There's a lot of entertainers. There's a lot of people who um, like being the, uh, I would say, like being the center of attention. Um, but very few people are actually anointed at this point in time to actually preach the gospel. There's very few people actually preaching the gospel that are anointed. See, what we've, what we've had is we had a break from people who are actually called to ministry um, 
and we have a lot of people's family members um, in ministry as well. We think that just because your father was a pastor or a preacher, that means that you should be a pastor. Or, you're, you know, that means that the daughter or the son is the pastor or preacher. And in many cases, that's what happens is you have a, a, a dad that is a, a um, you have a dad that is that is a pastor. He's been a pastor for many years and he has, you know, two sons and three daughters and all all of them are preachers now. You know, it, it, it's, it's kind of silly to think about it um, that you have. <laughs> it, it really is. It's really silly to think about like that. That you have, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's you know, you have that everybody's a preacher um, and everybody is a, or an apostle or, or, or something of that nature. Now, I'm not going to get into the whole, the idea, the whole concept of titles today. Um, we'll talk about that on another day. That'll be, a, maybe that'll be a next, next week. But today we're going to talk about those who are false, who are actually are not real preachers and teachers. These are people who make um, blanket or general statements about things nowadays. Um, they make these blanket statements about receiving good fortune. You know, um, and, and, and how you can receive good fortune. Uh, these are people that, that um, distort the Bible into being something you know, they take God's word and, and, and make it into something that's not really God's word. They take things out of completely out of uh, the, and I don't want to use the word context because I was going, I was about to, uh, but they take things completely out of um, the, the purpose intended. Um, the reason why I don't like to just use the word context is because the enemy, uh, Satan, um, likes to use that. I think Satan likes to talk, you know, kind of likes to hint towards context. That's, why, that's how he, um, in the, uh, in Genesis, when he's speaking, you know, in Genesis, um, that's why I want to address the book. In, 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 the, in the garden with, with Adam and Eve, when he was um, uh, getting Eve to uh, eat from the tree, um, he kind of used that uh, verbiage, not necessarily. Well, let me not say the verbiage. Okay, let me take that back. He 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 used some words that some would say um, is not necessarily in the right context. He basically took the word of God and used a different type of context to it to convince Eve to eat off the tree. You know, so um, to guide her into that. You know, so that so when people talk about context of things, I'm like, okay, yeah, I don't really like using that word because that's the word Satan. Pretty much, that's how Satan pretty much gets into things and saying, you got to have the right context. Did you see? Did you really do this? And I know what context means. I get it. I get why you're saying it, but um, I would like to use the term like purpose, like the, the the purpose intended for the word in that in that situation. Um, one of the most I would say at this day and age, one of the, the most um, falsely, I would say falsely used, uh, most, one of the most uh, uh, um, falsely used books 
or books used falsely is Ruth these, on this day and age as it pertains to marriage um, and talking about Boaz and Ruth and how Ruth, um, and, you know, um, married Boaz. And, you know, that story really is not necessarily about um, how to find a husband. Um, where many, the way many pe preachers are preaching it, it's almost like a how-to book on how to, how, on how to find a husband and how to treat um, uh, uh, people so that you can find your husband. And then if you just do this and you just mind that, then you, you can find your husband real easy and things of that nature. And um, like I said, that's a false teaching. That's definitely a false way of teaching the word of God. It's not. It's just not real. The, the book of Ruth is not about marriage. It, it, it shouldn't be used to um, teach you about marriage in any way, shape, or form. Um, the book of Ruth is not a marriage. Uh, um, uh, it doesn't have a background in marriage. The book of Ruth has to do with uh, loyalty. Has to do with faith. It has to do with. Um, Obedience. It has. To, these are the things that, that it actually. And, and then you got to understand that 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 Boaz and Ruth are in the lineage of Jesus Christ. So it's another reason why they're, they're, the 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 book is necessary because it all is talking about the lineage of Christ Jesus, not about finding your Boaz. Ridiculous. Um, but false teachers uh, make claims that aren't real. And like I said, with the T.D. Jakes thing that was going on today, the T.D. Jakes uh, video that I had seen today, was he was um, talking about, I guess, marriage, and saying that um, he, he was clearly, he was making things up that were not, he was making stuff, he was literally making stuff up. He said something to the effect that... Um, He says something to the effect of the word of God that that, that God that, that that God was how God made um I'm sorry you guys I'm looking at something <laughs> so I'm going so emotional but he says something to the effect that God made um, Adam um, without a penis. Now he didn't use the word penis, but he just he said the he said anatomy. He said me Adam is not like he said Adam was not like everybody else. Adam was made without anatomy. Adam was basically a man. Essentially, what I what it sounded like he was saying was Adam was basically a man and a woman. So he didn't have no anatomy. That's essentially what he said. I mean, I might not be using the exact words he used, but he did say, uh, Adam is not like us. He's not a man the way we are, man. And uh, he said, I'm not talking about this. I forget what he said. I'm not talking about something he said. But he said, I'm talking about anatomy. He's talking about, oh, you can't. So and then he gets into trying to break down how Adam was made, what he was made from, or you know, made from, you know, uh, body, spirit, soul, or something like that, or body, mind, soul, something to that effect. Um, 
But once he said that Adam did not have the male genitalia, um, I then kind of started reading into the B, C, the bullcrap. <laughs> I started, okay, I started seeing the bullcrap. So he then got into the, uh, you know, into the story of Eve being created um, from the rib of Adam and basically made that into something that, that didn't exist in the word of God, which is to say that Eve, he almost, he said that, that, that Eve came from um, Adam's womb. And I'm saying that, no, he didn't come, she didn't come from Adam's womb. And like, that's why he called her womb. And he's like, no, that's not what happened. He created that. That's not true. <laughs> Sometimes people are just saying stuff. And it sounds good. And he shouldn't be saying it because he's creating things and images for people and putting it in people's mind. And it might, be sound, it might sound clever and interesting when he's saying it, but it's completely false. And it's completely wrong to do as somebody who's supposed to be a preacher of God's word. Um, you're supposed to be telling about God, uh, Jesus Christ, um, as, as instructed by the Holy Spirit. And that's not, in the, in, I do not believe that's instructed by the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is going to preach the word. You can't create your own word and then, and then try to pawn it off as, as the word of God. And that's what he was doing in that instance, basically saying that um, Adam named Eve uh, uh, or gave Eve the name of woman because oh he came from from and that the uh, because she came from me came from out of my womb and I'm saying that you no a womb is actually not there uh, we didn't have a womb uh, men don't have wombs that's that's like the uterus of a woman <laughs> so um, uh, Eve didn't come from the womb of Adam. Um, so he shouldn't have said that. He shouldn't have made the distinction that Adam had no penis until Eve was, was created. That's what he said, essentially, that, that her, his penis didn't exist until Eve was created. Um, and, and like I said, I'm hearing all this and I'm saying, like, what are you talking about? That's not, he's just creating his own word. That's what he's doing. And like I said, but these are how they do things. They make things sound real clever and cool and interesting. But then you go back into the word and you find out, okay, this is all wrong. He's just made all this completely up. And that's why you can't just listen to people preach um, because they say something like, watch this, watch this, watch this. And then they start talking. And they watch this. Just talk. Just say the word. Just preach the word of God. You don't tell me to watch this. Why do I need to watch this? Why do I? Because that's something new that they do, that people do nowadays. Watch this. Watch this. So, because so, it's gonna say, see, this is what's gonna be. Now, just keep on with me. It's gonna be interesting. Watch this. Just preach the word. You ain't gotta say no. Watch this, because you're, the word that you're giving is not your word. That's what I'm saying. Preachers, the preachers, false preachers, act like the word that is coming out of their mouth. Is from them, as if it's them um, that they're preaching of. Even they make it seem like there's something that they are doing or something that they've done to become this 
And 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 they in in all in, in all uh, fairness, they, it is them because they're not um, they're not holding to the sound doctrine of the word of God of the Bible. They're not holding to that that sound doctrine. They're creating their own version of the word, and then trying to pass it off to you as the true word of God because they want to seem like they know a lot. That's the falsehood of their teaching. Real preachers don't try to make things clever, as Paul put it in Corinthians. I'm not trying to come to you. I didn't come to you with eloquent wisdom. I didn't come to you with all these fancy words and persuasive languages and clever hooks that I got. I came to you preaching Christ crucified. That's what Paul said in Corinthians, when he was talking to the Corinthians. So th that thought process is, there's, you don't have to have all that cleverness to your, if you're just preaching the truth. You ain't gotta get real clever. The truth by itself is clever enough, especially if it's coming from the Spirit of God, talking about Christ and our Father God. Hello? So, understand something when, you, when, you, when you're listening to false teachers, they're going to make things seem Real clever. So as I said, sir, you got to check and make sure what they're talking about is actual word of God. Because the word of God is 100% pure. Wisdom that's from God is 100% pure. It's not 99. It's not 96. It's not 82. It's 100%. So if it ain't 100% pure, that means it's a lie. Anything less than 100% is a lie. You can say what you want to say, but anything less than 100% is a lie, which means that it's not the truth, which means that it is not God's word, and they're just making some stuff up, and I suggest you get away from them now, as the Bible puts, the word of God puts it, get away from those people who are doing that kind of stuff, because they're going to lead you all in the wrong direction. Okay, now we're going to close that up a little bit. <laughs> we're going to move slowly into the next segment. All right, I'm going to take a little break. We're going to come right back, and we're going to talk about what? The NBA, the NCAA, and all these athletes that we got going on, all the, the, the athletic things that are going on right now with the tournament, March Madness, and the N NBA um, trade deadline. This is Dave Bruchel. And we're back. This is me, the King, David B., and this is the David Brewer Show. Back to talk about the last little segment that we got on tap for today, and that is the NBA and the NCAA. We're going to talk about athletes. Okay, so let's just, I, I, okay, a little bit about the, in, in, in the NBA. Okay, so let's start with the NBA. This, the, the team that um, the Brooklyn Nets are amassing. Um, I would say um, borders on the 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 the, the, the uh, am I using my word borders on the the idea that they're essentially buying a team to win a championship. Um, and I look if if you're going to spend all this money and, and and get all these people, I hope I truly hope you got they win the championship. Um, so they have Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, uh, uh, James Harden, um, what is it, DeAndre Jordan. Uh, uh, let's see who else they have. 
They acquired um, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge and uh, Blake Griffin. Um, it's 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 kind of ridiculous. I, I don't I don't really know what to say. LeBron James and the Lakers. Um, well, of course, LeBron James is hurt right now, injured right now. Um, but you know, uh, Anthony Davis and um, who was the other people that um, were on the Lakers? I don't. The Lakers aren't like an all-star pack team, are they? Not that I know. Of. The Lakers aren't, aren't an all-star pack. They're 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 a little bit less all-star-y than than um. He's a, they're a little bit less all-star-y than uh. Than the, the, the Nets. The Nets there. That's it's kind of ridiculous. So you got LeBron James, Anthony Davis, uh, Kuzma, uh, Caruso, Jared Dudley. Yeah, I mean, the Brooklyn Nets, are, I mean, they're essentially just trying to build, like, create a team. Like I said, it's a fantasy draft. Um, we, I used to do that when I played the, um, when I played, you know, video games. I don't play them as much as I used to. I still want some video games. I, I kind of got rid of all my video games because I don't really play them that much. I got stuff to do. I got, like, I have a life. Um, in my 20s, I was playing video games like that, man. I was on the video game trail. And, I, you know, I played them all the time, but... At this point in time, I just don't have time to do it. I got, I'm, and then when I do have time, I'm tired, man. I don't want to press no buttons. <laughs> I don't want to. Only button I want to press is the um, only button I care to press at this point in time is um, is the remote control changing the channel. That's that's fine. Uh, find find something to watch on TV. That's that's enough. I don't want to try to make uh, avatar players do what I want to do by. Well, that, that, that takes a lot. That, that takes a lot to do. Every now and again, I have the desire to, you know, play a season or do something in a video game, and and, um, and I, you know, that's when I do it. But you know, that's what I have it for. But um, I don't have like the time at this point to put into playing video games and to keep up with video games, really. So. I'm kind of nostalgic. I'll get all the video games that I liked when I was as a young, as a, you know, as a youngster. And I, that's what I have right now. I have an uh, old school Nintendo. Um, got Tetris. I got you know Tecmo Bowl. I got you know stuff like that. So, um, but I'm gonna get a PlayStation, you know, four or something like that, so I can have a Madden game and a, a you know FIFA. I always like FIFA. Um, I like sports games. So I'll get, I, I do plan on getting one to, so I can play some games, but that's when I have time to do it. You know, and like I said, right now I'm in school, I'm trying to graduate so I can become this fantastic lawyer and judge one day. And when I retire, I'm gonna have a lot of video games to play. <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> but um, getting back to the Brooklyn Nets and their video game fantasy roster that they have, um, like I said, I've done that on my Madden game and, and, and um, uh, you know, all these different, you know, video games. You go to the fantasy draft and you can get all, you can draft all these great players and put them all on the same team. And it's, it's, it's just kind of silly to do it in real life. It's, it's boring to watch. You know, this is why the NBA is just boring at this point in time. It's, it's really boring. Um, I have no interest really in the NBA. Um, it is, it is a, uh, it's going downhill. 
partially with because of crap like this with the with the whole fantasy rosters, and the other part has to do with the lack of talent that is coming into the NBA because uh, players are not even getting or they're not maturing um, before they get there. So, and then for what it's worth, they're played out by the time they get to the NBA too because they've been playing basketball since they were six years old and they've been playing on these AAU circuits since they were six years old and now that they are 21 years old they've been playing for 13, 14, 15 years and and now that they now they don't have what you call it now that their, their knees are, are not as good they're injury they're injury prone they you know it's just a number of things that are, that, are, that are an effect at this point in time and it's not interesting to watch anymore NCAA basketball is, is a little bit more interesting because yes they're actually playing as a team and they still have their best players um, they still have the guys who are exciting now every exciting guy in college doesn't need to come to the NBA it's just not necessary you don't have to do the one and done because you're not good enough to be done stay in school and and learn I would say if you're not if you're not staying there for a degree at least stay there and mature and in, in, mature in your craft of basketball, um, I like the NFL. The NFL saying, "No, we're not going to accept you unless you have, you know, so many years um, in college." I like that idea. You know, one the one and done. Look, there have been players in the in, a, in the NBA that have went from high school to the NBA and deservedly so. They should have went from from high school to the NBA. They were that good. Kobe Bryant, um, Kevin Garnett, um, LeBron James. Now, Kevin Garnett, as to my understanding, um, was going to go to college, but he didn't, you know, pass the test. He didn't get enough points on his. I don't say he didn't pass it, um, but he didn't, he didn't get uh, the, the the score that he needed to get on the SAT, I believe. And that kind of prevented him from going to college. Or else I believe he would have went to college. Um, and, and, and Kevin Garnett was actually good enough. You look at him, he was good enough to play. But that's, uh, the thought process is like, why didn't Shaquille O'Neal just go straight from high school to college? I mean, to, to the NBA. He could have with his size. He could have dominated still. Yeah, but why would you do that? When you can go to college and kind of cut your teeth a little bit. Let me do this a little bit. Let me... Let me refine my game. And that's what they should have did. They should have actually refined. People go to college. I think the purpose to me, if you're going to use college as a amateur basketball league and as a way to learn about yourself, to have some fun, you know, I think it's a way to, 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 to build your mind and your body, not just um, to, to play basketball. You, you do learn things in college. I mean, um, as long as you're going to class and you're reading and stuff like that, you're learning. I mean, it's 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 a it's a it's a it's an institution of higher learning. And if you use it as such, you'll become a better ball player in the long run, anyway. And I think that if we encourage these NCAA players to 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 play basketball and also to learn the craft. Of basketball and and to gain some um, 
you know, knowledge through the books and the classes that you take, um, it'll make them a, a better, a, well, more, a better and well-rounded person. There's no question about that. I think that college is very integral to um, helping people learn and to um, open, you know, expand their people's minds and, and your ability to think. That's definitely true. Uh, not everybody needs to go to college. I don't think so, but it helps if, I think everybody should at least go to see what it's like. But as it pertains to the NCAA and playing basketball and, and going to the NBA, I definitely think it's necessary to expand that mind. Also, well, I'm saying that I think that the NCAA need to, they need to pay these players. There's no question that these players need to be paid. They are essentially uh, student athletes, yes, but they're also, I would say that they're school employees. Uh, for what it's worth, they are employees of the school. They, um, there are certain things that they can't do. Uh, they're, they're, they can't get a regular job during the season if they're on scholarship. Um, they, they can't. They are a model, essentially, to the school. So if they're not allowed to uh, be regular students, which is to say that if they get into the same kind of trouble that a regular student would get into, a regular student can possibly kind of go under the radar and you can, you know, just deal with probation or whatever. These guys, a lot of times, are public figures. And they're public figures of that school. So they should be paid as public figures of that school. Um, the same way you would pay, like I said, um, the student, um, what do they call when you have a, uh, when you have a job, a, um, like if you're if you work in the bookstore, and you you know, you're also at the school. So it, it's no different. You you have a job, and you you know with you know in the school, and you are a student. That's what that is. And there's no reason why they shouldn't be paid for that. Now you say, how much do you pay? Well, you can get into how much they should be paid. You know, whatever. But I say that if you're on the basketball team or the football team, and you say, well, what about any other sport? Well, those those sports generate the most money. So I have to start with them first. But if you're on um, a basketball team or a football team, um, you should be compensated um, for being on that team. Um, yeah, I think you should be compensated for being on that team. You say, what's a good compensation for a, for a, uh, for a uh, college student? Uh, you know, what's average? Uh, I would say $250 a week, so $1,000 a month. Not bad. That's not a bad. That's not a whole lot. But in college, you know, a thousand dollars a month can can go a long way. I don't think it's it's a it's a, it's a far stretch to say, yeah, give them a thousand dollars a month. You know, you know. You say, well, what? Why? That's a little bit. If you think that's too small, I, to me, it's like, well, just think about what a you know part time. Okay, how much would you make? Twenty hours a week. Because um, that's what I'm saying. Part time. I'm saying give them, it's like a part time job. Um, you're not you're not trying to get rich there. You're basically trying to make sure that they're able to buy clothes and shoes and things of that nature and take care of themselves. Um, so you get you know basically give them a part time job and say twenty to thirty hours a week. Um, set the, the 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 pay at like uh, twenty dollars an hour. Um, essentially, you know, I say give them thirty hour thirty hours a week, twenty dollars an hour. Um, what is that? Six hundred dollars. 
30 hours a week, $20 an hour. Yeah, that's $600 a week. Okay, give them $600 a week. That's how much a month? $2,400? In the grand scheme of things, that's not that much, given the fact that these kids, um, that the coaches and the institutions are making you know, 20 times the amount that, that they could possibly be giving out. So they should be sharing in the wealth that, is, that they're providing. That's what I, that's my point in that. So that's what I think about the NCAA and transitioning to the NBA basketball. Now, as far as boys and versus girls, should they make the same amount of money? I would think that if the things, if, if they're the same, if the same things are required for the girls and for the boys, then yes, they should be, they should be compensated just as, just as much. Like I said, a thousand dollars a week, somewhere between a thousand dollars and twenty five hundred dollars a week. No, I'm sorry, a month. A month is good to me. So that's anywhere between two hundred fifty dollars a week to uh, what six hundred and fifty dollars a week. Yes, I think that's necessary. Anywhere between two hundred dollars a week and six hundred and fifty dollars a week, you should be getting paid as a student athlete that can't get a job if they're on scholarship and can't, you know, have certain, they have, they have certain, so yes, they should be getting compensated for that. No question about that. Men and women should be getting compensated in college if they are under the same rules and guidelines of that scholarship or of that program that they're unable to quote unquote work while they're, while they're, while they're there. Give them, give these kids something to, to look forward to and give them the understanding that yes, you are essentially working for the uh, school because that's what they're doing. They're they're going out there with the, the school's name on their back or chest or whatever, and and they represent the school, and they should be getting paid to represent the school, um, and not just a, an education. They should be paid outside of that education because that's what they're getting the education for. Essentially, is to have a decent career. Um, can I, I'm going to kind of slide over to the idea of the, the, the uh, transgendered athlete is concerned. Um, there's been a lot of talks about people who are transgendered playing or, or playing sports or you know being an athlete. And this, this is not we're not talking about guys that are or, I'm sorry females, uh, women or girls who are who, who want to be boys playing boys sports. We know that that would be more difficult. We're talking about um, males or boys or men who want to transition into female sports from you know from the sport that they were in as a male. And I would say I was just looking at this on YouTube. But I would say that this is a gross <laughs> injustice by letting uh, men, biological males, compete with biological females in any sport is utterly ridiculous, a gross injustice. And I say that to the, per to the point of is the best um, high school, I would say the best high school boy 
can defeat the best college girl by by a lot. There's no question about it. You say, well, I would even venture to say the best um, high school boy can defeat a professional woman's athlete in that sport. I I truly believe that. I could, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I'm right. And that's just what it is. And you can't you can't just you can't be angry with the with, with the truth or with reality that um, men are stronger, um, faster, um, more agile. Um, as it pertains to sports, um, that's just it is what it is. You can't really. You know, fool around with that too much. So to take a, a person who was a male and then to allow them to put on a wig and take some hormones and to say that they're women and then compete against those women is utterly ridiculous. It's the dumbest thing I've heard. It's just, it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. What are you going to possibly get out of this? What could possibly, what possible good is going to come out of that? Okay? To me, that's taking the whole transgender thing a little too far. Okay? It's just taking it too far. And sometimes you just got to call it what it is. You're going to, that's way too far. Okay? He's like, okay, okay, I'm done playing. I'm done playing. <laughs> that's that. All right, I'm done playing though. That's, that's what that is. It's like, okay, hey, man, okay, that's taking it a little too far. You can't do that. Let's just keep it real. You can't do that. Come on. I can't put on, you know, this is dumb, man. It's just, that's the best, is that the best thing I can say? Yeah, it just, that's how, it just, it's stupid to even fathom the idea that you would, that, that people would allow that to happen. Like, how do I, if I want my, my um, daughters to play sports and they have to compete against dudes, I'm like, what do you do? I'm going to tell them to do, like, kick that dude in his nuts. Like, oh, he doesn't have any nuts. Well, I'm going to tell him all those parts that dudes can hurt in. Kick that dude in between his legs. I bet you it hurt. Still, if he, even if he got his penis chopped off, I bet you it still hurt. So, I, yeah, I would actually tell my daughters to just go, you know, if, they, if I know that's a dude, I'm going to tell them to be real grimy when it comes to that dude, if that's the case. I mean, that's just because you shouldn't have that. You know, it's just not necessary. It's not. It's ridiculous. And, and whoever would think about it, it's, it's just, it should be shut, it's just shut up and just, you know, uh, <laughs> it's just dumb. That's, there's no good word for it. It's just stupid and all good gracious. Um, but I was listening to Joe Rogan, and I was listening to, it was, um, Good morning, Britain was talking about it. With some, it's, like I said, it's it, it, it's not. There's no possible goodness that's going to come out of that. It's just you know, it's you know, you basically you're detached from reality um, if you think that that's going to work or be good for any reason. Um, it, it's it's utterly ridiculous. But I'm done with with, with my idea. I don't want to talk about it anymore because it's it's, it's kind of you know. Kind of ticking me off. No, it's not really ticking me off, but I have nothing else to say about it. That's really what it is because it's just stupid and it shouldn't be done. Period.
and I said so. You say what? And that's the bottom line. <laughs> well, we've come to the end of the show. Okay. See, I just hit the desk. We've come to the end of the show. Thank you for staying with me. I know you enjoyed. I enjoyed. I'm glad to be back in your ear. Um, yeah, do this more often, huh? And that what we say when you go to family functions and you don't see each other all the time? We got to do this more often. Come back and see me sometime. I'm here every week. You know who it is. It's me, the King David B. And this is the David Brewer Show. I'm out. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree going to begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, they get the taste out your mouth. I love it, Lord. You understand what I'm saying? I love it.